It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, hey, it's the weekend. It's arrived another couple of days where the absolute tunnel vision of searching, looking at, raising your hand and bidding, as well as, I guess, being a little bit frustrated is going to take place across this weekend. Good luck with all of that. And I hope that the 20th day of August for 2022 is a successful one. Coming up this morning, we're looking at this whole juxta of position where we are at right now with records being smashed on property prices. Now, some people think that we might have hit that inflection point. What do you think? We all have varying opinions and perceptions and we'll talk to Georgia very shortly who created a successful price for her clients which is quite incredible given the market conditions and don't forget tomorrow we're back with the Sunday Rewind it's all part of your weekend when we reflect back over the last seven days with some of the interviews the predictions and analysis of the real estate industry something that we're pretty passionate about. It's your weekend real estate breakfast, a serial-sized podcast about what's happening in your local backyard every Saturday morning on the Real Estate Podcast. And if you're celebrating your birthday for the 20th day of August today, have a fantastic Saturday, have a fantastic weekend, and you are sharing your birthday today with Led Zeppelin's frontman, Robert Plant. He is turning 73. And also on the birthday call is Andrew Garfield. He worked with Mel Gibson on the film Hacksaw Ridge. He is turning 38. Having a look at the history books, it was on this day the Iran-Iraq War comes to an end after seven years. That took place on this day in 1988. And on this day, Viking 1 is launched by NASA using a Titan launch vehicle and it becomes the first space probe to successfully land on Mars. Now, if I asked you what year that happened, I guarantee you wouldn't have picked that that happened on this day in 1975. We are just as addicted to property as you are. Every weekday morning from 630 It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's have a look at your weekend weather on this Saturday morning. First, we go to Sydney and expecting partly cloudy conditions today, a high of 20 degrees. In Melbourne, some morning showers. That familiar temperature is back of just 13. Brisbane, sunshine and blue skies, a high of 23. And in Perth today, expecting cloudy conditions but dry and and your top of 20. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. It's the Real Estate Podcast across Australia, seven days a week. Well, it seems every week we're hearing about prices that are bucking the trend of the property price correction. Some of these properties are secretly saying to themselves, what market drop? What correction? Why should I be dropping my price just because you are? That's, of course, if properties could talk. But they don't need to. They do their talking with their prices that they are commanding. 
And yes, one of the locations is Sydney that is still getting some eye-watering prices. For example, the other day, a one-bedder, one-bathroom apartment in the harbourside suburb of Double Bay has sold for nearly half a million dollars above its reserve price. The auction in Patterson Street saw eight registered bidders with six actively bidding and the property was sold by selling agent Georgia Cleary from McGrath Paddington. So let's get Georgia on the line this morning with us and welcome to the Saturday Morning Breakfast podcast, Georgia. Hello, hello, thank you for having me. Well, we know that Georgia Double Bay is a highly sought-after location, but there will be many asking questions about the price paid for this apartment. As I mentioned, it's a one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment. Tell us a little bit about the location and about the apartment itself. Yes, certainly. So the apartment itself is located right in the heart of Double Bay, which meant that it had really great access to shops, all conveniences, schools, parks, the waterfront. The apartment itself was a bit more than just a one bedroom. It did also have a garden and of course, garden apartments or apartments with courtyards will always be keenly sought. It was also in a a well-regarded development that had been completed only a couple of years ago and the finishes were pretty special, very attractive. So a combination of things but generally when we get an apartment that's well located and then it ticks many of the boxes that people will look for in apartment living such as level lift access, nice finishes and an outdoor area, the market will respond well to it. So obviously the people that we were able to attract saw all of its advantages, saw that it did tick many, many boxes for apartment living and of course that resulted in plenty of interest. It was a particularly nice property. Okay, so you've done a really nice sell job there, Georgia. Sounds like a lovely property. It is a one-bedroom, it is a one-bathroom. So tell us what the purchase price was. What did you manage to achieve here? We managed to sell it for two million and five thousand. Uh, the reserve was one point five eight. So yes, you're right. It still was a one bedroom, one bathroom. So an extraordinary outcome for an apartment of that size. Wow! And is that some sort of a record? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's a new record for for what for Double Bay. For Double Bay, for a one-bedroom apartment in that area, and certainly for a square meterage as well. So how many square metres? There was 75 internally and another 45 externally, and then, of course, the car space of 13. That's amazing. And I said that you had eight registered bidders with six actively bidding. I mean, it's a great result even before you go into the auction. I mean, you'd already sort of won the day on the fact that so many people turned up. So tell us a little bit about the the bidders that were attending this auction. Can you break that a little bit down for us in terms of the type of bidder? Yes, certainly. So, I mean, it was a really good mix. And I think that's the exciting thing about double bay and selling property in that area is that you generally find the buyers cover a wide range of ages and stages in their lives. There were more people interested in the property downsizing than the not, but it was an interesting mix of investors, young couple, a lady on her own that was in her 30s, and then, as I said, a couple of downsizers because the level access into the shops and the parking and security underneath was very attractive for those sorts of, of buyers. 
Mm. And we're soon to be heading into spring. How much of a factor is that right now, do you think? Meaning, do you think that some people want to beat the spring rush and buy now when the temperature is a little bit colder? My experience has really been that buyers tend not to be seasonal. It's more around, unless they're investors, it's more around when they have a need to find something. They don't sort of turn off their search in winter. It's just that unfortunately they have less choice because people are less inclined to put their properties on the market when they feel that perhaps their property isn't able to be shown off in the best light, the best sunlight or the best weather. I think that the, the year itself and the weather particularly has probably had the biggest impact on people wanting to go out and look at properties in the rain. And so obviously with a little bit better weather, we're finding that more people are venturing out. And of course, finally coming back from overseas because without the COVID restrictions, we've really found that the majority of people have been absent and enjoying the sunshine on the other side of the world. Oh yeah, you have picked up on a really big point there in terms of internationally, we are just seeing so many more people coming back to Australia. And that brings me on to another point. How are you finding the current market for today? Like to Saturday morning, it's the 20th of August, another 30 days and that spring change is upon us. Yes, well, already having the blue sky and the sunshine out has turned people's thinking and enthusiasm to get out and look at real estate. So you just feel it in the air that it's picking up already and it won't need to be the 1st of September for that to happen if we can just keep this good weather flowing. And how many fence-sitters are you going to be going back to next month to say, hey, here we are, we're into September, what about that listing? Well, all of them. In fact, I've already gone back to them and trying to encourage them to beat the rush of traditionally spring. Well, there will be a lot more on the market and obviously their properties will then have more competition. So yes, those calls absolutely continue. And has anything stood out to you for this particular winter, which might be a little bit different to other winters, apart from, of course, the rate rises and the pandemic itself? Well, I think certainly, as I mentioned, the number of people that have taken trips and um, gone away and for quite long periods of time, you know, I've spoken to many people who, you know, might have ordinarily gone to Europe for two weeks and instead have done five. And I suspect because because of of the pandemic the last couple of years and not travelling or not spending money on various aspects of their lives, they've been able to have a bigger budget to do that. So just that absence of people within Sydney, which has been so obvious in terms of you know your ability to park everywhere or to get into a restaurant or if you've been here like me so I think that has has probably had the biggest impact on on this winter season and now everybody is returning and sort of coming out of their hibernation it'll be exciting to see what the next few months do bring especially given we have had those rate rises and of course the impact of that not so much perhaps on everybody's hip pocket, but more in terms of their psyche when they're constantly reading of the negativity in the media. Well, you're in a lovely spot there, Georgia, eh? I mean, you're in, you've got the Paddington on one hand, you've got Double Bay. It's a fantastic selling spot. And I guess now you'll be thinking to yourself, can I break my own record? 
<laughs> we can always break our new records. I mean, I've been in this industry for 33 years. So from starting selling terrace houses in Paddington for 280000 which I'm now selling for three, four, five million million. So there are more and more records to be broken as long as I can maintain my stamina. Enthusiasm. It sounds like you've got plenty of enthusiasm, though. You've been doing oh, it for God. such a long time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love it. It's a great and particularly very fortunate to be in the eastern suburbs doing it and selling properties in Paddington, Darlinghurst, Double Bay, Bellevue Hill, Dover Heights, right across the east. Georgia, I better let you go because it is a Saturday morning and I know that you have probably got a busy one planned. Thank you so much for taking the time this morning to talk to us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been great to chat. Thanks for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.